Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Lab Talks. I've been joined today by my two favourite podcast hosts, Chandra and Chorley. Do you want to say hello boys? Hello, Merry Christmas everyone. Hello, Merry Christmas everyone. And today we really wanted to just review a lot of the work that we've done this year. It's been a very busy year for us. I mean, a lot has happened in crypto and a lot has happened at Alchemy Exchange. So we wanted to spend some time today just really talking about our personal highlights of the year as it relates to the project. And I think I will get kicked off straight away, actually. So I will jump into what has been my favorite part of this year, which has been working with the market. I think we've been saying um, since we started Alchemy um, that we wanted to meet the market where it is. And a really important part for that part and part of that was using the existing technology, but then also working with a lot of the companies and I guess you call them regulatory boards that allow programmatic ads to happen successfully. And one of those in particular, I think everyone saw that, I think it was about a month ago now, that we were added to the Internet Advertising Bureau or IAB's global vendor list, which for us was very significant. It kind of allowed us to literally meet the market where it was. That is a requirement for virtually everyone that is facilitating the trading of ads to be on that list so that people that are advertisers or publishers know that they are upholding standards within the industry, particularly around um, the general data protection regulation, the CCPA in the States, and just ensuring that people's personal data is being handled in a way that is appropriate. It's not being misused. So we've spent a lot of time speaking to the IAB. We speak to them on a fairly regular basis just to let them know what we're up to talking to them about how we are really looking to change the infrastructure by which ads are traded. And what was quite nice is that they'd actually heard of us before we started speaking to them. So again, thank you to Millie and Charles for doing an excellent job on the marketing side of things that our future clients, potential clients, and even some people that we're actually working with at the moment know of Alchemy, know what we're trying to do. And what was a real great validation for us was that a lot of the values that we have, which is reduced fees, fairer fees for people that are trading ads, transparency of data on how those ads are traded, and also being conscious of the emissions that are produced um, for the trading of digital ads were right on the IAB's radar. So we've had a lot of really good conversations with them about how we can create working groups moving forward, help educate people on why our fees are so low, why our data is transparent, and why we create less emissions. And we've actually got a very interesting um content schedule for the new year so look out for that um we're going to do we'll be doing a lot of work with industry publications to educate people on why better infrastructure is required in in, in the programmatic marketing space and yeah so market calendars that'll be kicking off in the first quarter of next year and i think the other thing that i want to speak about and again i'm going to take a bit of credit for chandru our team's re really hard work on not just using Open RTB, which is, again was an initiative supported by the AB, but using pre-bid. So, if Open RTB is the kind of rules of engagement when you're trading ads, pre-bid is the way that you kind of enter that engagement. It's the way in which that we're integrating publishers. We have worked very closely with pre-bid. We got approved, I think, very early in the year. I want to say it was over the summer that we had our adapter um, listed on prebid.org, and that again that allowed people to take a look under the hood look to see the technology that we were creating was actually compatible with their existing setups and meant that we've been very 
it's been made very easy for us to have the conversation on why they should move to a Web3 infrastructure versus the Web2 infrastructure. And really the answer is because our endpoints are the same as Web2. It's a really, again, to kind of stress the point, but it's how we're meeting the market where it is. It's how we're onboarding people onto Web3 to access the lower fees, transparent reporting and reduced emission that is afforded by Alchemy Exchange. So pre-bid was pretty cool. And I think for those that don't, have never heard of pre-bid or don't understand what pre-bid is essentially pre-bid was created for by publishers really to manipulate the ad auction in a way that was suiting publishers because a lot of advertisers use sorry publishers use google as their ad server so they use that to manage which ads are served whether that's their own ads they sold directly or whether that's third-party ads that they use from other demand sources that can be alchemy but might be the trade desk or an ssp like magnite or pubmatic but effectively what it does is it allows an auction to take place when you load the page so if you go to any website if you go to the developer console you can actually see these endpoints that are loading when the page loads and effectively when that endpoint loads it asks those demand partners to submit a bid that bid is literally hard-coded into the html of the page that is then read by a particular ad server to allow that particular campaign to be prioritized over Google's own demand that they have from their own ad exchange. So prior to this, there was no real way for publishers to get higher bids prioritized in their ad server. Um, So it was pretty significant when this came out in 2016 and again is very widely used. I think virtually every publisher has a pre-bid wrapper, is using pre-bid adapters to help them monetize the inventory on their pages themselves. So I think, yeah, for me being accepted by those kind of industry standards was really great as a crypto company as a blockchain infrastructure there is a little bit of skepticism um, around the technology so by being able to prove that we could work to the existing standards I think was really significant and ultimately proved the market fit that we have moving into next year when we're looking to scale up the exchange in earnest and I will stop talking now (laughs) that's not true but yeah, I think it's interesting because obviously like being able to get that demand in um, has been like quite a long process, obviously building yeah. out the exchange and everything. But without using current standards, there is like zero chance that we would have got to where we are right now because there's been other people who have tried to do it before who have come in and said, hey, look, we've got this whole new way of working. Why don't you join us and do it? And the answer is, well, we're not going to do that because we already have all these other clients that use mm-hmm. all this other technology. So by allowing us to to really connect to the market in the way that it connects to itself, if that doesn't sound weird. Mm. Um, That just has meant that we've been able to onboard those clients a lot faster. And yeah, there's less barriers to entry, basically. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking what else to add, but uh, I think you guys have covered everything there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, it's... um, It is significant. You know, there have been some really great crypto companies that have tried to approach the ad world and i think that one of the benefits and advantages that we have is that we come from the ad world we kind of found we came from ads found crypto and like okay we got to take this back to ads because there's a lot that can be solved so i think that does give us quite a unique perspective on the best way to get blockchain adoption in what is a very web two environment i think it's we were talking to uh naresh he sent a very funny uh 
gif of I think it was someone that was like cooling the car whilst they were driving along the highway. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> and he was like, "This is kind of how the ads are served at the moment." We were like, "Yeah, it's not great." <coughs> so I think, yeah, by being able to yeah bring the best of. I mean, OpenRT, I always talk about this, but OpenRTB was like one of the first oracles. You know, it's like it takes human beings that are using the internet and changes that into code, which can then be used to target ads on. So like, I think that's quite epic that that even exists anyway. It's kind of ahead of its time in some ways. So it's again, why we looked at OpenRTB as being the, the best way to create a custom consensus mechanism for serving ads was something, let's use something that is great already, let's use something that is widely used and let's blockchainify it, if that's even a word. But um, yeah. What about you, Charlie? What was your favourite? Well, as I'm uh, currently sporting a festive hangover, uh, <laughs> I think it's probably pretty appropriate that I would say that the community events really were a high point for me. I think just being able to meet everybody who's into alchemy who's an ads holder um at these events and get just get to talk to them about it you know other people who are crazy about alchemy uh, like we are we spend all our time talking about it virtually but Ooh. to actually like you know see some other people out in the world who also love it um and have been following us and you know had some great questions and good insights as well so i think that was that was a real high point for me i think uh, we had all the landing parties in well, three three landing parties in in london uh, Amsterdam and Berlin. Berlin. So yeah, it was great to yeah get to meet everyone in those communities. We will be doing Paris next year. Um, didn't, didn't manage to squeeze it in before Christmas, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I think that that has been like a, a real big one. And then also the industry events. So kind of talking to industry people about alchemy. So a lot of talking about alchemy, basically. Yeah. But um, going out into the industry and uh, going to various events. So. We were at Cannes this year, which was amazing. It was the first time I've ever actually got to go. Um, <laughs> never never been allowed at my previous jobs. Um, I had all the good tickets taken off me. Is that why you started Alchemy, just get yourself out to Cannes? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, um, yeah, getting to, getting to hang out at Cannes and, and kind of see the craziness that is, that is Cannes. A whole week and a whole promenade dedicated to digital advertising, which is pretty nuts. Um, but, yeah, getting to speak to people, that was kind of the... The first time we'd really spoken to people in the industry about alchemy, and we had some uh, some people along to a party, um, and yeah, getting getting those guys to kind of engage with what we're trying to achieve, whether they were publishers or whether they were advertisers, um, it really it really was great to see and and see how well our messaging lands as well. I think the things that we're trying to do in the industry are pretty like revolutionary, but um, we. You know, using some pretty cool tech to do it. Mm. Um, so yeah, kind of getting people's feedback on that, and, and it not being seen as like oh blockchain, like kind of yeah. or, you know, might might be slightly different post FTX, but um, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was kind of it was interesting. Like people were want to know what you're doing, they want to understand it better, um, and then you know they want to talk about it in their own companies and be this kind of spearhead for that. And and a lot of the conversations that we had at Can have then you know produced actual sales uh, which is always good stuff that we will be talking about next year i think we're not talking about it yet but um under nda still but we've actually you know started working with our first partners and all of that kind of came from those events um and people kind of seeing what alchemy is about and coming and talking to the team so even at the um berlin um and amsterdam and london events we had like loads of people from the industry come and join us yeah. um and yeah we 
that's how a lot of those conversations started. Like the people that we knew through the industry, but they came to our events, you know, stood and talked to us for a while, and then you know got the got the alchemy bug. So. Yeah, I think that that was probably the highlight for me. I think just you know getting to talk to people about alchemy and have them understand what it is that we're we're doing. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the um, I guess I guess really what we're trying to do is like create this awareness of the ability for people to validate transactions by running a node to create this community of node operators that will support the uptime of the network. You know, I think. I didn't mention this earlier, but like a lot of the reasons why we've again worked with these industry bodies and use existing technology is that we can guarantee uptime of the exchange. We can guarantee that the service levels are what they expect of a centralized exchange and standards is one thing, but I think also having a community of node operators that will support and create bandwidth on the network to allow these transactions to be validated is really essential for alchemy exchange to exist right it's allowing everyone to kind of get be rewarded for using the internet you know by validating the transactions that really pay for the internet you know like the internet is free largely and that is because of advertising and i think that has been a honeypot for many people um the, the big tech companies that have created like a honeypot for it and i think in the spirit of decentralization and kind of keeping information free having everyone kind of take on the onus and responsibility to validate transactions to ensure that publications can continue to write good content, investigate stuff, have journalists, you know, it's essential um, for the free movement of information at the end of the day. So I think, yeah, being able to, well, seeing people, meeting people that have recognized that and see the opportunity to be involved with that with Alchemy Exchange was like, it's pretty cool for us to see, you know, this uh, two years ago, this was just a, a white paper and now it is kind of actual technology and we're getting very close um to kind of making it available for community of node operators to support the state channel to guarantee uptime and allow kind of the internet to continue to exist as the way we know it absolutely and uh Charlie, uh my favorite part of those community events was actually meeting people in person that you only know by their telegram handles <laughs> yeah that's always quite fun <laughs> it's just like oh hey i'm Rolf, for example, is always uh, Rolf's actually come to quite a few of them, but <laughs> it's always quite a good one, isn't it? Where you just like uh, there's just a picture and an avatar of somebody, and then you actually get to meet them in real life. And I guess these, yeah, these people will be our future node operators. So it's yeah, it's, even though we're decentralized, it's nice to actually centralize things sometimes and mm. meet people in real life. In yeah, and the, and the tone of the conversation changes completely when you know that this is the person with that Telegram handle. Yeah, it? definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like oh, I'm so and so. I'm like oh, nice to meet you, so and so. And it's like actually, I'm this person. I'm like oh, no way. Now I know. Like, I've spoken to you loads of times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a bit weird to like lead with your Telegram avatar. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Maybe we should just next time just have stickers of people's avatar and their uh, Telegram handle yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. That's See, that's that's an idea for swag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. a Po app. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. NFTs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So my favorite part of the year. Okay. Um. That's that's a tough one actually because there's been so much that uh, has happened on the tech side uh, the last uh, the last year. Um. Some of the highlights for me, um, before I pick one, um, working on the state channel, you know, it's been, uh, uh, it's been a wonderful experience, something that, uh, that the team started doing for the first time. We, we, we did not know much about building a state channel when we started off with. So that learning experience, understanding 
what the concept of state channels were, uh, you know, why we were building one, what were the business objectives that we were trying to achieve and how to go about doing it. That whole learning experience was was just amazing. And uh, that's something that I'd uh, like to call out. Um, the, the whole building the exchange from scratch was another wonderful experience. Um, working with node operators, working with the community, as uh, uh, Choli said, how all of that builds into, um, into the product, how the importance of actually telling people what we are working on, those periodic technical updates, uh, keeping it simple and not really going into a lot of technical detail that the community doesn't actually need to know, but understand on a high level as to the business objectives that each of these updates provide. Um, all of these were very, very useful. Uh, you know, they were highlights for me. But the one thing that I would like to call out as uh, um, as one of the most enjoyable experiences over the past year is uh, building Alchemy Labs. And uh, the reason I would call that out is from an Alchemy perspective, it brought together various teams. Um we have multiple different threads of execution, one working on the ad exchange, another working on the state channel, another Web3 side, uh, building uh, uh, websites, uh, testing, security. There's, there are lots of things that we are uh, dabbling with. But Alchemy Labs was one project where all of these various teams come, came together. Uh, especially when we started with the idea of demonstrating our ability to show ads on labs that's when we needed to have the labs live. We knew that the user base for labs would be um, our soft stakers, you know, people who were registered on labs. And labs had to provide a certain utility for people to come back. And our ad exchange needed to be live, needed to be at a certain point of maturity in order for us to handle those uh, ad auctions we needed to have our state channel in a certain uh, state of maturity in order to notarize those transactions, validate and notarize those transactions on the ledger. Uh, we needed to have significant testing to be done. Uh, all of this brought together all of the teams working within Alchemy together, working as one big group and saying, okay, this is the objective that we are working towards. And uh, Alchemy Labs brought all of that together, which is why that for me would be the one project that would stand out as uh, the highlight of the year. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool to see the velocity at which you were able to develop that. You know, it was, I think that we had a, a soft staking pool that ended, I think it was maybe August and we were like, should we build labs? And you were like, yeah, right. And it was literally, like, I think, in time for October. So turning that around in, what, that was six weeks or so, was pretty awesome to see. And, yeah, I mean, we've had some pretty good feedback. It works pretty well. We've just had our best, our highest staking pool total. I think it was 48 million in the last pool. So thank you to everyone that staked. But it's really impressive to see that kind of support, effectively bandwidth support for the future that will be required for this exchange to run. So, yeah, I think that, Labs was a bit of a triumph. It wasn't kind of originally on the roadmap, but I think it's a great tool. Um, it's kind of, a, as you say, a hub for the community to manage their ads tokens effectively. Um, yeah, and eventually, I guess, manage their nodes as well. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a great looking platform, I have to admit. It's a, a, every, every time I go on there and like stake my tokens every month, um, yeah, it's always a pleasure to use it. And yeah, it's a great portal for the future of, of what we're doing at Alchemy as well. Um, so yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, this this will be extended to um, to include, as we said, our token uh, uh, holders as part of our extended private testnet as well. Yeah. So when we actually have, uh, and it's not too far, uh, when we actually have uh, our nodes um, on on the extended private testnet, um, we we will allow people to look at their node management statistics, manage their node, manage the um, everything really, uh, you know, have a reporting dashboard for uh, node management. Everything will be hosted on labs. So that is what will bring um, node operators, publishers, DSPs, uh, token holders, anybody who wants to stake in the soft staking program, um, NFT holders, uh, anybody who wants to learn from the academy, you know, all of that brought together under one platform, that is Labs. Absolutely, yeah. One-stop alchemy shop. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and I think y- you might have some news for us on Labs. Is there a new feature that you've been working on, Chandru? Uh, that's very true, uh, Ben. One of the new features that we were uh, thinking of was what we refer to as auto-staking. So... Um, one of the um, one of the constraints that uh, we had seen on on uh, Alchemy Labs and on various other staking platforms is that the enrollment window for a staking pool, um, especially rolling ones, is fairly short. Yeah, and uh, I have had uh, previously uh, experience of missing out on that enrollment window uh, when I'm on a holiday or when I don't have access mm-hmm. to my uh, laptop. Um, and especially with the uh, holiday season coming up, um, we figured out, you know, not people are probably going to be in different parts of the world, meeting families, spending time, doing the more important things uh, other than staking tokens. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Touching we fig- grass, etc. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured out maybe we need to... Um, have a feature where people can, um, with the click of a button actually, um, ensure that their tokens are staked in all upcoming pools and uh, not have to go in, uh, connect their wallet every month or a couple of months or whatever that period is and staking their tokens. So we've built a feature called auto-staking whereby you can actually enable this auto staking feature on each of your wallets that you that are connected to your account and what that would do is it would automatically stake the tokens that are on your wallet into any upcoming pools so there are quite a few um, interesting things that are happening with auto staking like for example um, the the tokens are actually automatically staked at the end of the enrollment period so you're free to actually move your tokens in and out of your wallet up until the end of the enrollment period. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the enrollment period, we take a snapshot of the wallet and any tokens, any ads tokens that are left in your wallet at that point in time will be automatically staked in the upcoming pool. And once this feature is enabled, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to log into your platform to um, automatically stake in any of the upcoming pools. Once this feature is enabled, any upcoming pools that are created for that particular token on Alchemy Labs, your tokens on that auto-staked wallet will automatically be staked. So there's no other uh, action that really needs to be taken. 
I guess that's a lot more how it would actually exist uh, when it's a node, right? So it's kind of you you set up your node once and then you go away and it keeps running, right? Rather than having to go and check it all the time. Absolutely, that's uh, that's the longer part of the story. Mm. You know, um, one of the immediate um, immediate benefits is during the holiday uh, period where you don't have to uh, stake your wallet, uh, let's say on the 1st or the 2nd of January. You enable this option on your wallets uh, as soon as it's rolled out, which is uh, going to be fairly soon. You log into your uh, uh, Alchemy Labs account, connect your wallet, enable the account, and boom, there you go, mm-hmm. right? But in the longer run, this feature will enable our node operators to stake um, and provide the ads bandwidth that is required for running the exchange. It will enable us to ensure that the exchange has the kind of uptime that is required by the publishers and the DSPs. So the whole exchange is powered by ads tokens Mm -hmm. and those ads tokens come from the staking pool. So it it makes a lot of sense for us to ensure that people have a very easy mechanism to stake their tokens and provide the bandwidth that will ensure the uptime of the exchange. Yeah. And that is what this will serve towards. I think that is, yeah, I think what quite often happens with ad campaigns is that the there's always, a, let's say, an ad campaign's running for 30-day period, like over a month, let's say, for the month of December, if it's a Christmas campaign. It's a bad example, but whatever. Um, what quite so because of the targeting parameters sometimes okay if there was a goal to spend a thousand dollars a day that you might actually only spend nine hundred dollars a day because you weren't able to find the particular cookie that you're looking for for the person that was in the correct audience for the ad campaign that you were trying to show them so what can often happen towards the end of a month period is the actual delivered amount of revenue increases and i think with what we noticed where people were enrolling quite often they enrolled to stake towards the end of that week when the exchange is live if the bandwidth drops off at the end of the month for an enrollment period that is really when advertisers are looking to probably spend the most money Um, and that you can imagine that at the end of a particular quarter or if you get towards like uh, the end of the year and you have a year's worth of budget and you're like shit we need to spend some money because otherwise, if we don't spend this, we're going to lose it for the next year's kind of marketing budget. That's typically how it goes. It's like a use it or lose it type thing. So being in a situation where people perhaps had to make changes to bandwidth at the end of the month would coincide when advertisers were looking to spend the most money. And that just would have resulted in us being able to validate fewer transactions at a critical point in the month. So yeah, by enabling auto staking, not only does it make your life as a node operator much easier, but also it allows us to guarantee that level of uptime, allows us to get those service level agreements, which are we need to be live for 99.9% of the time to allow us to deliver ads um, whenever you need them. Because even one particular website might be accessed on the west coast of the USA. And in Japan, you know, I think of like news websites, you know, have a very large readership throughout the world. You'll even look at different time windows when those ads are going to be delivered at different times. So basically, yeah having auto-staking really does allow us to provide the levels of service that advertisers and publishers are going to look for, particularly when they're looking to change over to a new type of infrastructure. So yeah, it's it might seem very simple, but it's actually very significant, I think, into the development of the state channel and then the adoption of the state channel moving forward. Absolutely. Um, this feature is going to be rolled out in a day or so so that people can actually 
uh, log in before they go away on their holidays um, and um, enable the feature for each of their wallets. Um, so uh, the, the terms and condi- conditions, you know, how auto-staking will work will be provided as part of the FAQs on Alchemy Labs. So please, uh, um, once once this is rolled out, we will, of course, uh, send, uh, uh, send out uh, messages on uh, all of our social handles. Please log into your uh, Alchemy Labs account. Just have a read through of the FAQs. Um, and uh, yeah, do reach out to us in case of any questions as to how this works, what the business objective is, and uh, we'd be happy to answer any questions. Absolutely. And I think just uh, to start to wrap things up, I'd like to just thank all of the people that have staked in the original pool on Lattice. I know that's coming to an end. I think it's literally on Christmas Day. Um, So there will be another pool available. So yeah, if you want to do your KYC, if you're in that original pool and you've not yet moved over, I think now is as good a time as any to get cracking so you don't miss the window to stake the tokens again for the new year. Yeah, I think the rewards are looking quite juicy in that one now. So uh, well done to everyone who managed to stick it out for the full yeah. 12 months. So the OG stakers with their uh, alchemists. Yeah. And so, yeah, we will be releasing some more information around the pool. But one thing that we did want to say is this, this next pool will be running for a three-month period. So we're looking to move to slightly longer staking periods just to allow Chandru and his team to spend some more time developing the stake channel. There's a lot of work that goes into these staking pools every month and they seem to roll around quite quickly. So yeah, we really are doubling down on the development of the stake channel in the new year and really looking to ramp adoption. So yeah, we're looking to look for slightly longer periods that allow us to again guarantee that we have the bandwidth required to facilitate all these transactions that are going to be taking place in the new year. And we've got our first advertisers as well. So it kind of uh, coincides with that quite nicely so that we're actually supporting actual transactions on the network, which is exciting. Yeah, that's very true. In fact, uh, um, on a related point, um, we will need um, the network bandwidth in order to support all of these transactions, which is where I think uh, uh, the extended private testnet uh, becomes Mm -hmm. so significant. Um, It is very, very important for us to uh, show publishers and brands that a decentralized exchange is just as good as a centralized one. In fact, it's much better than a centralized one. It comes with its own uh, advantages of uh, lower fees um, and and transparency and auditability. So what that will really need is for us to start onboarding and extending the the nodes that we have by involving all of our, uh, you know, we, we will uh, send out more information on this uh, shortly, but uh, we will need to extend our extended private testnet um, uh, by involving more token holders, running uh, nodes who can um, who can provide the network bandwidth to to test to demonstrate the uh, features of the exchange to all of our publishing and uh, brand partners. Absolutely. So yeah, we will be kind of opening up and looking for people that want to run an, a node. And so, yeah, please reach out to, I mean, Thomas Scoville, which is probably the best admin I've ever seen ever. Um, he would love to talk to you about that, but equally so would we. So please do reach out to us and we will take all these applications into consideration. There will be some requirements in just terms of like time that you need to help us ensure there is stability on the private test net as we start moving people forward. But Andrew's mentioned this before, these states of test nets will exist in perpetuity as we onboard new partners so there will always be a private test net for testing and onboarding partners the extended private test net and then ultimately the main net when we get there 
Absolutely. Um, so yeah, thanks for everybody who has expressed uh, um, expressed interest in uh, becoming part of our uh, uh, private test net. Uh, we will be um, we are sorting the logistics out, and we will be putting out more information about uh, how people can be involved in helping test the ad exchange, the state channel, and in validating real. Uh, transactions really yeah. um, on the extended private testnet and being rewarded for it as well. So uh, please uh, um, keep an eye out for that information. And uh, um, yeah, we we would love to see you on on the extended private testnet. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, thank you everyone. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, all the above, and we will speak to you all in the new year. I thought you were going to sing a carol, Ben. Ding dong. No, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs that. No Merry Christmas, that. everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank Have you, a man. wonderful new year as well. Uh, I hope uh, your new year is filled with good health and uh, peace and prosperity. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.